0: Welcome to the Second Success Podcast by Dr. Rakesh Rana, The Clear Coach. Getting clear on the mindset for repeatable success. Hello and welcome to episode 33 of the Second Success Podcast by me, Dr. Rakesh Rana, The Clear Coach. It's been nearly a year since I last published a podcast and I must admit I do feel a little bit rusty. However, I was recently given the opportunity to be interviewed by my very good friend and entrepreneur Nathan Kidder for his YouTube channel. And um, I'll put the link to that in the description of this podcast should you go and want to watch that. However, this podcast is pretty much a uh, an audio extract of that podcast. And in it, uh, Nathan explored what it is that I do in terms of coaching, what coaching is, how it differentiates from other, let's say, things like therapy or mentoring, and what I deem to be success and what I do in terms of bringing about success for myself. It was um, a little bit different to be on the other side of the questions. I mean, you can go back to episode 14 of the Second Success Podcast and hear what I put to Nathan and got... Uh, His understanding of how he got his success, uh, multiple successes actually, and the tables were turned where he got to question me. It was an amazing experience and I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoyed uh, taking part in it.
1: Guys, welcome to the podcast. Today, we have Dr. Rakesh Rana, also known as The Clear Coach. Doctor, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me on, Uh, Nathan. Absolute pleasure. First of all, why don't you introduce yourself
0: and tell people a little bit about you and what you do. Sure. Uh, As you mentioned, my name's Rakesh Rana. Uh, I'm a life coach. I work with, I'd like to say, I work with all sorts of people in helping them with confidence, success, etc. However, I think over time what's happened, um, I don't like to niche, but through word of mouth, through referrals, I've found that I've been working with a lot more business owners, entrepreneurs, because what I find is that they like to have balance in their life. You know, they're so focused on achieving success, growing their businesses, they kind of let other things slide. So it's about bringing everything else back into balance. And not only that, I do find that some people who have established businesses, uh, to get there, they've risked quite a lot. And once they achieve a certain level of success, they don't want to lose what they've gained. So therefore, they start losing confidence. So it's about moving them to the next level, helping them to the next level.
1: So just playing a bit of devil's advocate, right? Um, If these guys are already successful, some of them be thinking, well, there'll be some people out there listening, thinking, well, I've already got a
0: business, I do quite
1: well, why would I need a
0: coach? Quite possibly not, however. We could take it, i use a sports analogy, I guess. You could be a great runner and, you know, you could have been running for your school, your college. You might be a county champion, but you want to get to the next level. You know, to, to some, that's a lot of a success. You'll have had trophies, you'll have had medals along the way, but you want to get to the next level. Maybe you want to compete for the Olympics. Maybe you want to complete world championships. Yeah, You're not going to do it on your own. You're gonna need a coach of some sort. You're gonna need specialists that are gonna help you get to that next level. True. And I guess that's where any coach, like myself, comes in. It's about getting people to the next level.
1: Give me an idea of a typical client. What does a
0: typical client client
1: look like for you? Uh,
0: Use an example of a client that I've worked with in the past who's had a successful business. He's had multiple businesses, actually. And um, I guess it was always him on his own, doing what he needed to do, and it was about his product. But as you know, in this day and age, it becomes more, more than the product, it becomes more about the face. It becomes about the, the person running the business, because people buy from people in the end, not unknown entities. So this particular client was very lacking confidence in speaking in front of people. And when he had to engage with, say, clients or customers, uh, whereas before he let his product do his talking, he knew that he needed to do the talking so it was about the confidence of getting out there in front of people and being able to articulate what it is that he needed doing what he wanted to do and what his goals and aspirations were so that he could sell himself and the company
1: so you can still be successful but it might be something in part of your part of yourself which could be with improving or just really help or coaching yeah. what does a coaching session look like like you know are you sitting in a, in a room together? Are you chatting one on one? Is it like mm. therapy? Give me an idea. Of, I mean, can it be done online? Give me an idea. Of sure. a, give me an idea of a session.
0: So, first thing I'll do is, I'm glad you mentioned it. Therapy. A lot of people confuse therapy with coaching, yeah. and uh, you know, it's something that I have to be mindful of when I am assessing potential clients to work with. And therapy is very much about focusing on the past. It's about healing. Uh, and coaching is using very similar techniques, but very much future focused and heading towards goals. Yeah. So that's the key for me. And it's, so when I'm speaking with potential clients and all they do is talk about the past, to me, it's a bit of a flag yeah. to understand, but maybe they need coach, uh, therapy Therapyful. rather than coaching. Yeah. So, but what does a coaching session look like pre-COVID? It would be me in a room with my clients, you know, face-to-face. Not necessarily a room. It could be a a lobby area somewhere, open space. It could be going out for a walk uh, just out in town. You know, I do a lot of my coaching in London, so it could be one of the uh, London uh, parks. We just go out, but it'd be one-on-one. Since COVID, a lot of it's over video now, over Zoom, or even just the phone call. Okay. And it's spending about an hour with that individual where I have a conversation with them, but that conversation is quite a... I would say, some of my clients would say, it feels like they've come out of a boxing match, but you know, it has to be a challenging conversation. It can't be a fluffy conversation because the idea of working with a coach is to be, um, it's about, understanding yourself it's about pulling away some of these layers that you've built upon yourself and understanding for me through questioning for you to understand your self-limiting beliefs and once you have those to then do something about them fair enough i mean and, you, and you've had some recent
1: success as well in forbes bbc radio yeah so yeah. um you, you've been featured quite a lot and these are
0: you know which yeah. is great how did how did all that come about so that came about um actually it's not something that i'd thought about doing and i guess for me covid it, you know, there's a lot of people that thrived in COVID, a lot of people that just kind of shut down. For me, during COVID, my coaching wasn't as successful because people didn't want to spend the money. I mean, most of it, those first two years, I spoke to lots of people and helping them because that's why I got into coaching, um, but people didn't want to spend money. Yeah. So I thought, well, I need to, what else do I need to do? So it was about marketing myself. So it was about PR, so I did engage with PR, to be honest. So it was putting my name out there Putting my skill set out there and my knowledge out there and and by doing that i guess i had these media channels then approach me to say well i need you to talk about this i need you to Course. write about this C- could you have that on and, and it's been fantastic and even just last week i was on uh times Radio, times Radio, no bbc radio london yeah and you know it was a phone call out of the blue in the morning saying oh rakish we've got you down because you able to talk about this subject and we understand that you know i've got down here that you you, you know you, you're quite knowledgeable in that that was great to hear yeah and, you know, that afternoon I was back on uh, BBC Radio London again. Amazing. So, And again, why do I do it? I want to help people in the end. Because it's not about going on to these media sources and outlets to blow my own trumpet. It's about, well, how can I help as many people as possible?
1: Yeah, that's nice.
0: And, and that's the reason to do it. It genuinely is.
1: As much as it's helping people, it's also a business for you, right? Like, you've got, you've got to yeah. make a living. Uh, what, they might, do you find a lot of people that come to you and go, you know, sort of you know give me a couple of taster sessions of or... course
0: yeah i mean to be honest it's it's only fair um a lot of people don't know what coaching is yeah uh it's a, an unknown entity to a lot of people so i can't expect that and pay everything up front <laughs> no
1: but <laughs> we're going to you know we'll talk about therapy and we're talking about mm. coaching and we'll talk about you in the u.s as well because you mm. do very well in the u.s yeah. and that's where you have you know yeah clients out of the clients, u.s as well right? yeah i find that the u.s market a lot more open to of course coaching and therapy you yeah. know where they have a, a shrink and they're open about it and it's something that they talk about sort of on a regular basis yeah. like because ultimately chatting to your friends and venting to your friends all the time just ruins relationships yeah um completely yeah and do, do, that's just, why
0: they say never coach your uh, friends and family yeah exactly it doesn't work no yeah. it doesn't I, I for me i i can't really know the person doesn't help to be honest yes i'll talk to friends and i'll I'll try and be very objective but it's challenging for me so you know it it, it can be difficult because like you said it's like coming out of a boxing match yeah it is (laughs) it really is but i always say going back to it i do we have a chemistry session yeah so the first coaching session is always complimentary. Um, It's a case of me getting to know that particular person, whether they're coachable, whether they like me as a coach, and whether actually what they work on is something that a coach would help with. And if not, like I said, it could be that they need therapy. It could just be that they need mentors rather than a coach. You know, Just people that are, here's the other thing. There's a lot of people that think that the coach needs to be in the same field as them. So say, for example, you wanted a coach, you might think that actually my coach needs to be in I don't know either PT or property or whatever area that you want to focus on yeah. but actually coaching is a process
1: Yeah.
0: and for me it's about letting people know that no it's uh, I can coach pretty much any I mean my, my clients have been from all walks of life Yeah. but mentors are people that have walk the walk they yeah. you know so if you engage with a mentor you kind of aspire to be them Yeah. so therefore you want to learn from them how they did things so that's, the, that's another difference as well
1: yeah so there's a mentor and there's a coach and a yeah. coach I suppose a coach is applying a simple I say simple it's basic principles right yeah. of how you sort of think how you yes, want to change yeah exactly yeah, like yeah, instead of, of saying you did a great seminar at the end society oh which is fantastic yes, um last year and i took so much from that it was about you know saying that i i want to do something instead of i have to or mm-hmm. you know i should do this Where I you know, reframing
0: I yeah reframing your language is so important it
1: really is but it's so it's really simple those little tiny simple things to do mm. which make a massive difference
0: and here's the sim, you know what I work, I mean, a lot of people, you know, a few clients have said it's, it's, it's been magic what I've done, but it's not. It really is simple. However, the reason it may seem complicated at first is because of the self limiting beliefs. It's the way we've been brought up, it's what we've learnt to normalise. And it's about unlearning and learning to normalise better behaviours, yes. better language, and that's all it is. So it is very simple, but if you've been living it all your life, it's a struggle, it's different, and you don't see the, uh, you know, you just can't see it. Therefore, it needs a coach to be able to s- allow you to see something else. Yeah, and that's that it's just
1: by literally asking the person the questions, uh, asking your client questions, mm. letting them answer basically, because everyone exactly. knows the answers to do stuff, right? So, they do, yeah. you know, whenever you ask someone, well, how do you think you should do it? And then they tell you, it's yeah. like, why did you ask me in the first place? You knew. Is it yeah. because they're maybe looking for confirmation that it's right? Yeah. Maybe they're looking for that
0: confidence? Well, and what they know is. Here's the thing. Uh, you're right. So every time I've coached people, two themes c- come up: a lack of confidence in something, or the fear of something. So you're right when you say that they have the answers within. What I then do, once we've understood well, what it is that they want to do, and why they haven't done it so far, it's understanding well what have been the blockers. It's understanding the blockers understanding what's overwhelming them and more often than not it's a huge goal they can't see how to get from A to Z and what they really need to know is how to get from A to B, B. Yeah, exactly. so what we work on are those smaller steps it's about chunking everything down and I guess with, this is where my past experience comes in that even as a coach what I do say is that I'll coach you, I won't tell you and direct you with things. However, if we're gonna come out of the coaching space and I'm gonna mentor you, I'll let you know because I've got experience in working in a corporate environment that's all about project management about goal setting yeah. uh, and habit creation. So sometimes I think, well, I've gotta impart certain knowledge because people don't know what they don't know. How can someone start creating good habits?
1: Is, that, is, that something, is it just something that you just carry on doing and that creates a habit, but how would someone go about starting Or creating good habits.
0: Creating a good habit, first of all, you need to have a goal to achieve. You know, it's a case of, what would you say you've got, what's one of your bad habits?
1: Eating bad food. Eating bad food, okay.
0: And why do you think that you should not be eating bad food?
1: Well, uh, because I'll probably be a little bit healthier.
0: Healthier, so longer term goals, you wanna live healthier, you wanna be, all that kind of stuff. So it's about understanding your why. You know, if you've got a strong enough why, you will then start to put into practice the habits that you need to do yeah. adopt to achieve that. So now you're saying that it's not necessarily about avoiding something, no, but it's about um achieving something. Yeah. So that's what you do. You set yourself a goal. I mean, uh, my fitness goals in the past have been say for example, uh, I've wanted to lose weight. So it was never of a case, it wasn't a case of yes in the back of my head the fear is oh, I don't want to have a heart attack. I don't want to you know, you, you yeah, do of you know but the idea was I want to be fit, I want to live longer. Yeah. So therefore what do I need to do? So I started at the top understanding what are the small habits. So yeah. again, it's starting small. A good thing would be for me to walk every day. Yeah. Start small, just a thirty minute walk. And then you As you'd opposed s-
1: to cutting out all the foods, yeah, going exactly. for yeah, it, making it,
0: just yeah, like it's, it's, it's little things. So people say to me, you know, when they look at my uh, transformation from last year, yeah, which did is a bit incredible. of a weight loss journey. How did you do it? And I said, I started small. And all that was, was by drinking lots of water and walking every day. Yeah. And over time, when I started seeing some results, yeah. that gave me motivation and confidence to keep going. Because sometimes people think, I need to be motivated or confident to do something. No, you need to do something, see the results of it, which then inherently gives you the motivation and confidence to And maybe
1: just starts creating good habits. Exactly.
0: And th- but then it's about creating them small enough, doing them regularly enough. and creating the environment, you've got to create the environment for those habits to thrive. It's funny you say it, because I tell a
1: lot of people every day, just take one day at a time. Yeah. You know, literally like they were like, you know, we need to get there, we need to get there, we need to <laughs> achieve this is like just one day at a time. You know what we want to achieve, yeah. but don't you know we don't need to rush it. We just take one day at a time. Exactly. You learn from the exa- you know learn from the good things, the bad things and you, you each day you take that into the following day. Exactly, and, you know, so exactly. on and so forth.
0: I always this is one thing I always like to tell my clients, don't beat yourself up. You know, they'll come yeah. to me, they've had, they've had a bad day. It's okay to have a bad day. You of course know, it is. There's so much focus. I mean, we're in Mental Health Awareness Week at the moment. It's so important that we do focus on our mental well-being and mental health. And long gone are those days. I mean, admittedly, I've come from that generation where you tough it out. Yeah. You know, you don't. You know, but even I've, you know, and I've had to. Yeah. I've had to. And thankfully, you know, I've been okay. There's been times where I've caught myself spiraling, but then you catch yourself and yeah. you do something about it. I've, touch wood, I've been very good at that, but not everybody
1: is. No, you're lucky enough to sort of be aware of it. Exactly. And then you sort of think, I need to take yeah. some sort of step or action in order to exactly. sort it out.
0: Exactly. But there's a lot of people that don't have that, so I do say, if you're feeling it, just, you know, just rest. However, being a coach, the one thing I'm not going to let them do is just rest on the laurels and no, just of take course. too many easy days. I'm like, listen, because for me, it's about understanding when I need to be easy with them and when I actually need to give them a kick up the backside yeah. to actually do something. Well, you know, look, you're making excuses. Look,
1: it's up to them. You can't do the work for them. No, they have, but to, they do. have to do the work and they have to hold themselves accountable for doing it, right? That's so, correct. you know, they would... It's like anything, if you if you pay someone to do something, as in like, you know, a contractor, you hold them accountable. Exactly. And so if you're, you, know, you, you need to do something for yourself, you've got to hold yourself accountable for doing it. Exactly, exactly. So, no. yeah, but like you said, you can't always beat yourself up about things. No. You are gonna have bad days, but so be it. That's, yeah, that's what no, it that's, is, embrace everybody, it.
0: Everybody has bad days. I mean, people say to me, oh, Rakish, you're always smiling, you always seem happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, but I, I have the same shit that, to deal with everybody else. Did. And this is where I go back to about reframing. It's how I look at things. I mean, I'll give you an example of my kids. You know, you know, growing up, they, they'd fall over, knee scrapes, whatever, blood coming out of them. Yeah. Well, my wife or anybody else, actually, any other parent might be thinking, oh no, you're okay, you're okay. I'd be like, oh, the fact that you've managed to run to me, screaming, saying I'm hurt, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, so for me, it was always looking at the positive. So yeah, I will always course. look at the silver lining of things rather than focusing on the ne- negative aspect. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't know where that comes from, but it, I'm just grateful of it.
1: Is it something that you... Nur- is, it's nurtured or is it something that you're born with? Like, is it nature or nurtured? Because uh, people say to me, oh, Nathan, you're very positive, you're very optimistic and... I don't know. Maybe I've, I've always been like that. I don't know. Yeah. But
0: I mean, I guess, um, you know, if I look back, I guess my father was always positive. I don't think he's ever been negative. There's never, you know, no matter what's been going on, Yeah. there's always a solution to everything, you know. There so, is, of course you there know, is. For me, there's that aspect. But again, I've always been a problem solver, you know, just growing up. If it anything, can go wrong, it can go right. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, you genuinely. Know, for right? me,
0: there's a solution to everything. I mean... Most things, you know. I would say that you know you, you just got to work at it, and it's just not getting bogged down with too much emotion. Yeah, I'm not saying true. to be emotionless, but you just got to you just got to do it. You just got to focus on what needs to be done.
1: So, what's a typical day for the clear coach? Oh, typical day.
0: Typical day starts at six
1: o'clock every morning. Oh, come on, out of choice or by alarm? Uh, alarm. As in like out, you know, you get up naturally,
0: or do, <laughs> well, I've started up? to get up naturally, but the alarm does go off at six, uh, just because oh. that's the time I like to get up and have a workout. Oh, well, okay so I get up work out for about 30 minutes um get up you know shower breakfast if that's the day i'm having breakfast cardio um, exercise
1: before mix, we get into I'm, food before i mix it up mix yeah. it up
0: cardio or strength training but it's all at home i'm not a member of a gym yeah. you know so but I'm contemplating no, that not, not at the moment um but i'm seriously thinking about just bulking up a little bit more yeah. so I might need to go to the gym because i don't have the space to have a big weight set yeah but you know, it's doing something for 30 minutes, pretty much every day, I think. Sunday's are the only day I don't do anything. Uh, and then breakfast, you know, whether it's a porridge or a smoothie. Wow. And then I pretty much sit down around between seven thirty, eight 8 o'clock to start working. So was that like Admin,
1: emails admin, Checking emails, social media Emails,
0: social media uh, I like using LinkedIn So creating posts for LinkedIn Engaging overnight Addressing any emails But then I'm also doing Some IT contract work as well So yeah. uh, Doing the IT work That I need to do as well So mixing it up Just,
1: um, just sorry to interrupt Just going back to LinkedIn yeah. On the last three podcasts I've done Everyone's talking about LinkedIn mm. Has it worked well for you?
0: I would say it's brought me clients. Yeah. Yeah. And I, the, the reason for that is um, it's a professional platform. Yeah. Most of my, like I said to you, most of my, the, my clients have been business owners, professionals, essentially. And they get to see what it is that I do. Yeah. Because most of the stuff I put on LinkedIn, I always say, if, if you're going to post something, entertain, educate or raise awareness, I think. Mm-hmm. So that's what I try and do. Entertain, educate. educate or awareness so that's what i try and do okay uh most of it tends to be about educational awareness i don't much of an entertainer but if i can (laughs) i'll try but so it is about sharing you know say for example if i've had a forbes Forbes publication about putting that out there create a pdf of it so people can download it um if i've been to a networking event i've met certain people just to big them up yeah i'm a big advocate of of you know i always believe if i'm going to do well the people around me need to be doing well as well. Yeah. So I'm a big proponent of pushing and advocating other people. Mm. So I'll post about other people. Um, just this morning's post about a, a, a great guy that I don't know just doing a, a walk for a charity. The post was about him, what he's doing, the great work he's doing. Nice. You know, I'm not doing it; he's doing it. So let's let's advocate him. People don't
1: do enough of that. It's very uh, no, definitely not. People are very selfish, and I and I have been. I'm guilty yeah. of that as well. Um, but that's why I'm trying to do the podcast, right? To try yeah. and get people's.
0: Of course, you know, yeah. Look, look, there, look, yeah. I'm not going to say there aren't sometimes... I'm not Look, there aren't gains for me to have if I'm promoting other people. Yeah. But the fact that it comes natural to me to yeah. help others and promote other people, it's fine. And, and to, be, to be honest, whether something comes of it, it doesn't matter. matter. I'm not sitting there waiting for something to happen. It's like, no, no I've wanted to do it, I'll do it. And do you know what? It'll be calmer if something good comes of it. No, that's true. And that's it. And that's the way I operate, I guess. How's my driving so far? It's been brilliant, and to be honest, as I was walking to your office today, this morning, all I could see was traffic, I thought, we're gonna be in the car, and I'm gonna be thinking, where are we gonna be driving? We're gonna be stuck in traffic, but it's been uh, quite free-flowing, and I love this car, to be honest, so. Uh, it's all right. I, is... I like BMWs. Also. You do, yeah, I drive BMWs as well, so I've always, my last one, two, three,
1: four, five. Oh my God.
0: BMWs, actually, so, uh, yeah. BMWs
1: so... a great car. so, what,
0: what are your sort of, um,
1: guilty pleasures whether it's food or
0: my well, guilty pleasure still now to be honest i mean because i was on very strict of not eating sugar last year yeah the, those guilties have come back so well, it's i have indulging in america oh mate honestly it's uh, probably too much i love i love my sweet stuff really so, uh, sweet sweets or sort of chocolate cakes chocolates mm. desserts oh my god <laughs> it's definitely my weakness <laughs> yeah it's my weakness that's my guilty pleasure but Sitting in front of the TV doing... Look, it may sometimes seem that I'm doing a lot. Yeah. But I actually love nothing more than just sitting <laughs> on the sofa in front of YouTube or Netflix and just chilling, honestly. Well,
1: it's funny... Yeah, no, it's... Do you know what? It's... What we, it's people's perception of what you post right because of if if you post a lot and you I'm doing this mm. and people think wow this guy's really busy what yeah. when does he ever have time to watch I, I YouTube?
0: see you as being so busy and it's oh, no. weird thing, you know <laughs> no, I, genuinely
1: got a lot on. <laughs> I know you
0: do no, I know you do well you know well you know I, this is so this isn't the first time we're speaking like this you know I thankfully I had the opportunity to interview you yeah, for course. my podcast uh, about a year or so ago yeah. which is fantastic so it seems strange to be on the other side of it now um, but yeah I know how busy you are you know it's, it's amazing uh, I'm not it's not you know it, i suppose it, uh, no, no, i no i have no sorry let me
1: it is out of choice yeah exactly. um i genuinely enjoy being busy like mm. if I, I can't remember the time where i thought oh i'm bored i've got nothing to do mm. because whenever i hear that from people i'm thinking what are you talking about Hello. there's a oh. whole world around you of
0: course you cannot be bored so i don't and this is the thing i don't i love what you do and then I also appreciate those that don't do a lot because yeah. everybody's on their own journey. And I always say that there may be people who look at what you do and think, I want to emulate After, that, yeah, I want to do course. that, and then they will struggle. Yeah, They won't be able to do it, and they'll crash, they'll burn, and they just can't cope. And then they'll feel they'll have low self-esteem because yeah. they can't
1: haven't do, achieved. you know, they yeah.
0: haven't achieved. So I always say, look, you're on your own journey, you can't, and this is something I've had to learn. I, from the outside, look, would look at these so-called successful coaches, let's say. yeah. And start to think why why am I not at that level? Yeah. So now it's a case of no, I don't engage with it. Yeah. For me, I don't, you know, I don't actually follow any coaches through no, social. You follow media. your own path. I've, exactly. For me, I like to follow the people that aspire me. potential people that I would love to work with. Yeah. That's what inspires me now, and I, and that's what I would advocate to other people. Don't look at other people. You know be inspired by them but don't try and copy you're on your own journey yeah of course and you can't copy what they're doing no, you're two not. totally different people no, exactly like- you, what has brought you here today is your background how you've been brought up how the struggles and things that you've had to go through yeah so you do things the way you're going to do them then everybody's going to be able to copy that no
1: they're not and uh, again just follow your own path and don't be you know, if someone's doing something, like you said, just be inspired by what they do.
0: Exactly. Um, and then, then to be honest, that's what I do. I mean, there's a lot of times I see people who get jealous. Yeah. That then actually, when they see that somebody's successful, all they do is like badmouth them. Or like, yeah, it's true. Well, what's the point? I, of that? I
1: used to be like that when I was younger.
0: Yeah.
1: I used to see other people's success and be really envious of it. Mm. And I thought, why?
0: Nah. Like, I, I can um, achieve whatever I want to achieve. Yeah. But. I'm like, good on them, you know, it's, it's brilliant, it's, um, I remember, I, I, it was a lesson learned, I remember I was in the US one time, and uh, I had this one aspiration to have a Lamborghini one day, one day, I used to chase it before, but now it's just like, a, if it, it happens, it happens, happens yeah. yeah, that's fine, um, I remember I was in the US, and um, there was a guy with his Lamborghini Gallardo, and I, I just stood there and buy it, I was with my cousin there, straight up to him how'd you afford it yeah. <laughs> I thought I was like you can't ask somebody that you know being in from England you can't ask that yeah. but he was so straightforward this so is what I did this is how I do it uh, he's got a Ferrari in his garage back home but the fact that he was open and the fact that actually when you saw what he did to achieve it yeah. it wasn't
1: overwhelming no. it wasn't
0: something that isn't achievable no. so it was a case of well do you know what if somebody can get really nice things that everybody can get them
1: yeah and it's you, having the opportunity do you think though like in the 20, 21st century do you think now because of social media and youtube and all this stuff and mm. we're seeing people prosper or so yeah we think that they're doing really, i really i well.
0: don't think people uh, look i'll say it out there you know i'm sure other people what we see on social media is just not real no it's it not. really isn't so what you think People have achieved out there. They, you know, it's not. It's probably ten percent of that. You know, if so. yeah, if so. you know, it really, it's you're only going to see what people want you to see. I yeah. mean, look, even what I put out there, they're not great things. I try and put something balanced out there, but yeah. it, there's not. I'm not shouting about my achievement. It's just my life. You know, to be honest, I just put out inspirational quotes. Yeah, it's just my life. But, <laughs> what, but you know what people want to see of it and make of it. That's entirely up to them. Yeah, I mean, people have commented to me to my face about their perception of me how they think what I am which is great but then I have to kind of set things straight I'm like you know I'm not lying with what I put out there no this is this is me yeah but it's not all of me no of course so and I just need to set people's perceptions straight. and that's why I always say to people look don't believe everything that you see. You yeah. know, it's it's great to look at. Them. Use it as inspiration maybe, but don't get upset by it. Don't no, that's feel it. deflated by it or lack confidence that you haven't achieved it because it's not real.
1: What 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 I find is annoying though is where I meet lots of people and they say, Nathan, but I see people and I, because I don't know if it's real or not, I believe that they can achieve it. Mm. And then they realise that they haven't they think that they haven't done a lot of work to yeah. achieve it and think, well, Why can't I not do yeah. why do I have to do so much work and they haven't? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought the majority, if, you, nothing comes for free. No. You don't just nothing just lands on your lap. There's no yeah. quick rich get you know get rich quick schemes. No, of they don't not. exist. Like of don't not. don't look at crypto and think you're going to be a multimillionaire tomorrow. No. It happens for some people. Yeah, of very, very very few. It is. Not it, for Not only
0: that, I'm, I'm reading a book at the moment. Actually, I was reading it in bed last night. Psychology of Money. I can't remember who's written it now. And there's, there's this great chapter about tail ends, and it was about how to achieve success, you need to be doing a lot of stuff, failing at a lot of stuff, mm. trying lots of stuff, then eventually, it, something works. Yes. And that's what then people see as, oh, he's a success, but actually, they don't see all the stuff that you failed at. No, that's very true. You know, just take what you've done. You've failed loads before. Absolutely. To get to achieve what still you're achieving. failing yeah all the, the t- all the time i hear i mean i'm trying to get certain types of clients it's not working all the time so yeah. i'm trying constantly i mean we were talking about in the office earlier you know i've tried loads of things they're not working so i'm trying this now i'm t- doing different things now yeah. so it is about trying but people don't see that
1: no that's right and you do have to try you do have to find people say well no, it's really easy for you nathan Which, yeah, some things are really easy for me but i'm still learning i'm still yeah. failing all the time i'm still making mistakes but I embrace them yeah. like not all of my businesses have done amazingly well no, no, of and not, not all the decisions that I've made have been amazing um, But,
0: but you, I've make, never... you make your own look I mean the, the, going through the experiences that you've gone through learning from your mistakes you know how to make better decisions and quicker decisions now be more efficient with the decisions that you make it's yeah. a great story I, mean, I don't know if it's true or not about the woman walking through the park and um, you know she's Picasso drawing paintings and stuff and, um, and he's doing sketches for people you know portrait sketches. So she asks one. Within five minutes he's done this amazing portrait of her. And he says, Okay, it'll be I don't know, five thousand pounds. Because I can't pay you five thousand, you only spent five minutes on it. it because I've spent thirty years to be able to do it in five minutes. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't know if it's true, but it kinda of gives you the message It does. That as a coach and people sometimes say about my fees all well, a bit high yeah. but, but then I say well it's not about my fee being high it's the value that I can provide you as a coach yeah. because of my experience
1: and the work that I've done to, in order get, to get e- here
0: exactly you know there's coaches out there that are a lot cheaper but you know there's a reason they charge what they charge Yeah. and that's, that's the only thing the same
1: thing people ask me to be involved in their businesses and they say you know you yeah. know if, if I haven't had any knockbacks, but people say, yeah. "Can you be involved? What what percentage would you like in the yeah. business?" So I was like, "Yeah, twenty or thirty percent." Mm. And like. That's a lot. I was like, yeah, but you've asked me to be involved in exactly. your business, yeah, because you know, within a month or two months, anything that you wanted to yeah. come physical, it would happen. Yes, so exactly.
0: That's, that's why I want that percentage. For me, I, um, and, you know, I'm sure you get this as well. I, being in my field, I get a lot of people in sales and marketing that will reach out to me, and say, oh, "Rakish, I can guarantee you uh, x amount of an income through high-paying clients. We can guarantee you high-ticket sales. You know, x amount. You know, I can get you guarantee you ten thousand dollars a month in high us sales I'm like okay cool what's it going to cost and they give you know they give you the stupid amount of money and I, like, and I turn it back on them and I say to them do you know what here's a proposal for you for every client you get me I'll give you 50% of the income for life for every client nobody ever Doesn't, takes no, that no, on no, no, <laughs> nobody ever takes me. it on I'm wondering why I'm saying <laughs> you're guaranteeing me uh, for a one-off fee, Whereas I'm guaranteeing you fifty yeah. percent, because to me I'm thinking, well, I would never have got those clients without these people, so they deserve yeah. that money. Yeah. And yet they can't, you know. So for me, I'm like, you've got to put your mouth, you know, your money
1: where your money mouth money is. is.
0: Money where your mouth is. But these people don't tend to do that. Well,
1: it's funny because I it, we had a meeting yesterday with one of the companies I'm involved in, Agent and Homes where we just where we just came mm. from, and we were talking about how we can get agents to um encourage other agents to join mm-hmm. our business yeah. and at the moment we only give them a one-off referral fee a small referral fee if they introduce yeah. a client i'm thinking it's not very good because mm. it doesn't really encourage them to then help that person to want to do well in the future yeah so i said why don't we just give the percentage that one person have introduced a percentage of whatever they earn over the course of mm. however long yeah and they're like that's a good idea and I was yeah. like well, it incentivize them to help them with their business because yeah. they know they're earning from them we lose nothing because we've got a new agent and yeah. it was a no-brainer and they're like oh, this actually, makes sense doesn't oh, it? this makes sense yeah of course it is. so yeah all these one-off things are just very short short no I
0: don't know I, I do find that uh, and then this is the other thing a lot of the people that I work with that are in business I guess this is sometimes turning their way of thinking around a lot of people that get into business or have got into the businesses in the past. It's been about transaction. Yeah. And for me, some of the soft skills, and I guess this is where I learned in the corporate work and where I am, it's about, well, actually it's about human nature. It's about people wanting to do business with people. people. So it's about how can you actually grow your soft skills to actually be more amenable to build relationships, yeah. not just do transactions. Because like you said, business is about longevity. It's not just about quick wins.
1: Do you know what I've noticed That certainly in property In the US yeah. It's all about relationships yeah. They'll have the realtor For life
0: Yeah that's
1: it In the UK They'll do one transaction Disappear They don't care And yeah. they just The agents here don't. They, don't, they yeah. can't grasp that I've had my clients For
0: 10-15 years yeah. uh, For me The clients that I work with Thankfully they You know Become good friends Yeah And what I try and say Is that I probably Wouldn't work with my clients again once they've been coached by me because like I said, it introduces bias. I've known them well now. So I might not be able to do as good a job. And to be honest, the other thing is when I work with my clients, I always say, I'll be your coach, not your crutch. Yeah. So the idea is that you're, by working with me, you're gonna learn the skill sets to just move on. However, if there is something down in the future where it's a completely different goal and there's different challenges, then I entertain the fact of possibly being coached again. But for me, no, it's about building relationships because if I've done well, like I said, a lot of my work comes through referrals and Absolutely. Uh, recommendations. But that's only going to come because of the relationships that I've built.
1: It is all about relationships and about building relationships with people, work, like working relationships. Right? Yeah. They, don't, they don't have to all be personal relationships. No, of course it's just not. Good working relationships. Yeah. But that doesn't mean whenever you want something, you call the client and say, Oh, yeah, I need X, Y, no, and exactly. Z. Exactly. It means, you know, call them on their birthday saying, Happy birthday, yep. have a good day. Message. message saying, Do you want to go for a coffee? Do you want to catch yeah, up? Exactly. Whatever it might be.
0: I always say, you've got to provide value first and this is any business you know whether you're networking or anything you know you can't be seen to want 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 you've got to give first i I mean that's my belief yeah if you give first without expectation that's when you get a lot of stuff back in abundance i mean i'm not one for you know you know i believe in the whole law of attraction the whole abundance stuff you know I, i believe that i don't think completely that's how you've got to live no but I think there's a right and a wrong. You know, you've got to give before you receive.
1: I think so. Well, yeah, I think if you want to receive first, you're, it's, yeah. you're not gonna get much of it.
0: No, exactly.
1: And it's very short-lived.
0: And it, that's a transaction. That's yeah. when you pay for something.
1: Exactly, yeah. Which is
0: fine as well. You yeah. know, there's certain yeah. things that you've got to do. Absolutely. But if you want a business, you want it to do well, and then you want longevity in it, it's all about relationships. So
1: transactions for me are what I call low-hanging fruits. Yeah. They're like quick wins, yeah. you know, make a bit of money, on you go, but it yeah. doesn't create long-term wealth. No. Um, and it doesn't create long, I don't think it creates long-term no, success, personally. I think
0: I think the best one would be to buy a lottery ticket and hope you win. Yeah. <laughs> There's <your> a <laughs> transaction. How which. do you, how, I mean, look, <laughs> it's true.
1: Um, how, people will talk about, you know, how you sort of grow your circle of friends, you know, surround yourself mm. with good people, and blah, 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 blah. How does one go about by doing that? Because ultimately, Mm. it's quite hard to say, no, it's not hard to reach out to people, it's hard to get people's attention.
0: Of course there is.
1: Does that make sense? So how do you sort of find people that you could socialize with on a daily basis? I struggle with
0: that question because that's the exact same question I asked asked of a a friend of mine who's a very successful entrepreneur. And it's about creating these mastermind groups where you're part of a network where people are better than you. And I said to them, why are they gonna give you the time of day? And it, it's about helping them. It's, it goes back to providing value. If, for example, there's somebody that you aspire to work with or want the help or attention of, well, you've got to give them something that they need. Yeah. And it could be anything. It could be a, a connection, or it could be that if you're following them on social media, you've seen that they're going through something or just an article that they might, you know, think, oh, do you know what? I know somebody's been through this. They shared this with me. Yeah. Do this. You know, that, As a coach, so that's how I'm talking. And that's what I do. Uh, So for me, I try and get people's attention by providing value. Again, I've got to think of it in the long term. You know, I'm not expecting if I help them, they're gonna come back to me straight away. No. No, of course. I'm doing something in the hope that something may come back. If it doesn't, you know what? I've got to spread myself about. It's not a case of, I can't just focus on one thing. No, it's true. So it is about, I'd love to work with that person. I would love to be able to engage with this person. They're not going to give me any time of day, but how can I, I'll do this. I remember, so
1: when you talked about sort of offering value, I make it really simple for any agents that are watching this at the moment. Um, I remember I wanted to break into a certain market mm. um, of properties and clients. I just reached out to a few people and said, I will sell or manage your properties for free mm. as long as you can introduce me to them. If I've provided a good service yeah. and I've delivered what I said I could, yeah. if I was going to charge you, would you recommend me to people? Yes, I would. And that's, how it, that's pretty much Fantastic. how it started. Yeah. You know, it was
0: like, I will do it for free. Yeah. And they're like, what have they got to lose? Same with my coaching. Um, I couldn't really charge people at the beginning. No charging for uh, you know coaching for free and to be honest there's still an element that I do now there's still pro bono coaching that I do because not everybody can afford coaching you know some of the people that really could benefit from coaching they they can't afford it it. so it's a case of trying to help them in the best way I can so therefore mixing it up with mentoring coaching and doing talks for say for colleges and things going into the you know say if there's a uh, a group of students that are part of a scheme or something go in give my time to do that so you have to it's about giving value Uh, And giving back where I can. When people say value, what does that mean? It's it's not about money. To me, I've not. People hopefully that people won't hate me for saying this, but I don't really give to charity. No. For one thing, I don't know where that money's going. No, exactly. So for me, I would rather give of my time Mm -hmm. and what I'm good at, and that could be connections, could be network, you know. But more often than not, it's my time.
1: Yeah.
0: And providing value. So value through education imparting my knowledge and being able to help people grow yeah and that's for me how i give value i like that and it's the same thing with success people can easily a lot of times equate success with wealth and money Mm -hmm. which to me it isn't success for me is to be happy and at peace yeah what is success for you it's a mind
1: peace of mind peace isn't of mind
0: it? knowing going to sleep but you, yeah. know, you know when there's stuff going on my wife can't understand how I can just go to sleep <laughs> do you know what I'm the best sleeper in the oh, world amazing I'm asleep within a minute of lying down I love that because you know what I know no matter what's going on like I said it's going back to that mentality yeah it'll get sorted yeah I'm not gonna lose sleep over it no
1: matter what so true i think sleep is the most important thing for recovery oh, for everything everything no definitely it's very underrated but the older you get the more you realize how much you yeah and i'm need getting older i need
0: it <laughs> how old are you i turned 50 in december okay.
1: happy birthday
0: thank you very oh, much well, yeah 50 birthday. in december yeah. wow I Don't no. look 50 thank you do you feel it oh, of course not no 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 <laughs> no, no not at all it, that's the, this this number isn't it and i look at people sometimes they tell me the right thing and they look it you know they look I don't mean you, know, you don't have this perception of what but you think geez, you look old yeah you look old yeah and
1: it's the way they carry
0: themselves as well it. though right it's that's about
1: it. you know do they smile do they you know do yeah. they have a bit of energy about them do they, I mean some people are just absolute they've had such a you know a tough life you can see how battered they are
0: but you know what's tough you know you know. sometimes I can describe things that I've had yeah. but again it's it's the outlook isn't it I mean there's things that have gone you know I've had to go through and I mean, you can't see it now, but I went through alopecia when, in my mid twenties. Wow. And I've still got hair missing in places. Yeah. I don't think of it until I'm reminded of it. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and at the time I had to shave all my hair off. Wow. Because, it, but I didn't really let it affect me. Good. Because it was the outlook, and people said to me, how did you get through it? But, okay, if I think about it, yeah. maybe there were moments which where it was depressing. Yeah. Moments where I thought, oh shit, why me? Of course. But I don't remember those bits. You know, I remember the good times where when it started to grow back a little bit, yeah. I started to be- bleach it blonde and started to experiment and yeah. stuff. <laughs> Again, it's the positive side of yeah, it. Yeah, of course. I would I never that. have shaved my hair off if I'd, had, if I'd never had alopecia. No, true. So so for me, it was just, yes, I've had challenging times, but look, I'm here. I've got through them all. Yep. And if I really sit down, maybe I should have journaled about them at the time, but really I need to... What got me through them? yeah, And it tends to be your outlook. Yeah, there's, it always, is. there's always a better day coming. I,
1: yeah, there is always a better day coming. Yeah, yeah, is that it how you wake is. up in the morning with, like, you know, what can we achieve today? Like, Of is course, there...
0: you have to. You know, I say this to my clients that they work with me because they want to achieve goals. Yeah, It starts before you go to bed on what it is that you want to achieve the next day. 100%. If you wake up not knowing what you want to do that day, yeah. you're not going to do anything. Very true. Unless you're on a job. Yeah. You know, unless, unless you've got a vocation, she, you, you know what you're doing. Yeah. But if you're in business or if there's something that you aspire to achieve or do, if you don't have a plan for it before you've gone to bed yeah. and, uh, and you don't know what you're waking up for that morning, you're not going to achieve anything.
1: Do you have any people that come to you that are not self-employed or business owners? that are? Yeah, totally... yeah. I have a lot of
0: people in jobs. Yeah. And again, it's come down to, um, for example, I've had somebody working who weren't sure what was happening in their career. Stagnant, wanted more out of life, let's say. You know, they were th- 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 I think they'd been in the job so long, they just couldn't see what it is that they wanted to do. So it was, again, seeing were there routes for uh, promotion? Were there routes outside of the company? Because yeah. I think once you've been in a job for as long as you might have, you become blinkered. You don't realize that there's an outside world. So true. So yeah, and it's just helping people. And I guess uh, some of the people in work, a lot of it, I do a lot of mentoring for them as well because it becomes about, I don't know how to deal with my boss. Yeah, I don't know how to deal with, uh, I, I manage a team. I've got this disruptive team member. How do I deal with that person? Yeah. Because they may have been a manager for the first time. So we go through role-playing. I act out a certain role. They act out a certain role because it familiarises their neural, you know, neural pathways of how certain things can happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give you an example. <laughs> I laugh at this, but my daughter hates it whenever we plan something, I think of the worst thing that could happen. Yeah. Oh, the plane's going to... Oh, we're, we're going to catch COVID. We can't fly. All all of the negative things. Yeah. Dad, why do you always think the worst? Yep. I always say, if I've thought of the worst, I can mm-hmm. prepare for it. If my brain's felt, seen what could happen, Yeah. I'm not saying I'm wishing or willing that to happen. No. And in no way does it make me feel bad. I'm just seeing all the different options that could happen and therefore, yep. maybe this is my version of being a control freak. I don't know, but... I just like to know what's going to happen I like things to be planned I don't, I don't like surprises no okay so for me surprises catch,
1: people catch, catch yeah,
0: out. yeah I, I don't like to be surprised I, you know for me I like you know I know things can go wrong but I always think that well if you've thought of the, all the ways that things can go wrong you can preempt it
1: so then do you then think okay what's
0: all the good stuff that can happen yeah exactly yeah I know good stuff always happens that's the beauty ah
1: there you go so yeah because
0: I any time I've got a holiday planned I don't until I'm actually on the plane flying, yep. I don't think about it. Do you not? know? because anything. If can I happen. anything can happen, and I would hate, you know, it would really upset me if all of a sudden it got cancelled and it went. So I would rather think of it being cancelled and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know, but, yeah. But it doesn't upset me. <laughs> no, okay. Because fine. I'm planning on how I would overcome what I would do. Yeah, okay. Maybe it's a weird
1: thing, but it's an interesting way of looking at it. But
0: then when I'm on it i really enjoyed it but yeah okay you so know I, you know people can get so excited about things here's the problem and like this is where i'm okay there's probably reason why i'm talking about this people live their life for the highs and lows yeah which is a big mistake okay um you know they'll have achieved something they're all the way up there they don't get something they're depressed they're they're at the lowest yes. it's <laughs> not a way to live for me i try and find a balance Yeah. When something good happens Yes I love it You know But I'm not
1: Over the top Over the moon Yeah
0: When something bad happens Yes it's happened What can we do I try and live my life in balance And to be honest It's stood me well
1: That's Fair me. enough See so you, you like vanilla
0: and <laughs> I like excitement Believe me <laughs> But I don't I don't I don't live it to the extreme when then when I get a low that I can't I get out yeah, of bed that, in the morning. I
1: really like that, actually. It's like, you know, enjoying it when you need to enjoy it and, then, exactly. you know, and not stressing about it when you don't Look, need to stress
0: you know, the, it. You, know you, you referred to me, and I'm the CLEAR coach. CLEAR is an acronym, and the R is about results. Yeah. So that whatever anything that we do, it's results-orientated, but reward yourself for it as well, you know, mm. so you get another R... Uh, symbolism it is about celebrating your results yeah i always say don't celebrate it at the end always see your quick wins i mean i'm guilty of it yeah i don't do it enough and i probably need to that i need to celebrate my quick wins a lot more than i probably do yeah i'm always waiting for that big end result so i you know i need to take my own medicine sometimes but when i'm working with my clients it's um i've got to let them see how far they've come because sometimes quite often you'll do it yeah you'll be so busy it takes others to see how successful you've become
1: it's true because people say oh you've d- done really well and I don't notice it I, j- I don't notice what I have achieved yeah. um, but because I have such a I have such a big goal mm. um, and a big ambition like all of this I'm not seems really ungrateful seems not irrelevant yeah it seems like i'm just on my path like of i'm course. just these are just stepping stones for me yeah yeah yeah. Um,
0: but it's celebrating every time you've reached one of those stones as well yeah, i do try to actually yeah.
1: i do you yeah, know whenever I achieve something, it's like you know i've opened a, a new business or whatever mm. like, yeah i do see it as a celebration but yeah. then it's like right move on yeah and i and i see that from football because i used to play football quite a lot yeah and we never used to celebrate our wins for long enough mm-hmm. so we would be like okay We'd win a game and on to the next. Yeah, to that's the next. It. And that's just the way that I see it. No, um,
0: it's true. But, you know, sometimes there's also, I think, there's an English mentality as well, I think, where we don't like to celebrate too much. It's about, no, just keep things low-key. <laughs> Whereas the Americans have got it right, you know? Back they like in. to celebrate, yeah, you know? Well. And sometimes, as you know, sometimes the Brits see that and think, oh, it's so out. Lavish, lavish. yeah, of course. why not? Do you know what? I never not see them enjoying themselves. No, it's true. So you know, you see these memes or memes or whatever it is on social media, you know, you've always got the British person that's grumpy, yeah. grey and overcast. <laughs> the American Sunny California there's a reason yeah. for it. Yeah, it's true. So you know, I love that. So we just need to be a bit more sparky, I think. True. So where can people find you? people can find me online uh, my handle is the clear coach so whether it's on instagram linkedin as well rakish rana uh, thankfully there was a spelling mistake at birth so my name is spelled r-a-k-i-s-h rather than the usual e Rakesh, yeah. so rakish rana Rakesh, yeah. google yeah. that and i'm the only one that appears yeah. <laughs> thankfully uh, but the clear coach but my website is also www.theclearcoach.com okay. fine so
1: all of these all of rakish's details will be below um, if you are looking for a coach or needing a coach or some help or just want to reach out to rakish i'm sure he's more than willing to sort of yeah, have a chat with you but yes. guys thanks for watching thanks for listening rakish thank, thank you, you. No, thank, thank you Thank you very much. much it's been an absolute pleasure um as always i've learned something else so a nice free session for me <laughs> but yeah no thank you very much for your time awesome. today. thank Cheers. you uh, absolutely not cheers guys thanks for watching thanks for listening
0: and that was me being interviewed by my good friend nathan kidder for his youtube channel i hope you enjoyed it i definitely did uh, find it a bit different talking about myself for once and i hope you got an insight into what coaching actually is and how it may benefit you if you choose to go down the road of choosing a coach to work with At least that's kickstarted the Second Success podcast. I'm hoping to bring on some amazing guests and please watch this space and please follow, like and share if you've enjoyed it. Thank you.